we've had a busy Pride Month. I want to go ahead and yeah. just start off and say I'm <laughs> I'm immensely proud of you. Uh, just I feel like it was like every three days you had an event, you had a tournament, front page, something. Um, do you want to tell the people what you've been up to? Yeah, well, just like nonstop events, I guess. I had my own DVD tournament, and we raised like thirteen thousand dollars in that like one DVD tournament. And that's thirteen thousand. Yeah, stuff with. 13,000 was crazy. And then, um, yeah, I did an event with IGN, which is super cool. I wasn't expecting that at all. So and then cool. just yeah. some other, like, side like, charity tournaments that I wasn't hosting, but I just participated in. Mm-hmm. But for, like, every, every like, couple of days, it was, like, a different thing. Yeah. So, like, I'm kind of happy Pride Month's over because <laughs> I just want to chill out for a bit. <laughs> I just want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I am immensely proud of you. I, I, th- I felt you. like every time there was a thing, you were like, I'm not sure how I'm in this thing, but we're doing it. You know, we're doing it. Um, <laughs> it was fine, though, but like, yeah, definitely it was very daunting. We were good. Yeah. Do you, um, and not to like, get too like personal or anything, did you ever have any sort of imposter syndrome moments where you're like, I'm not sure why i'm here but here we are oh, you know 100 percent. yeah you, you <laughs> any event i was invited to i was just like why am i here <laughs> it's a good yeah, indicator of of i think what you're capable of though it's awesome yeah but I, I had good how was your move man um i'm good to not do this again for like three or four years if i'm being <laughs> honest like um you, well you know when you move a, to a different state you know, I don't mind moving within a city. You know, you drive 20 minutes or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But we got a 20-foot U-Haul, t- like 20 feet. And we were like, oh, yeah, we got this for sure. Uh, we did not. No. Um, we didn't. <laughs> we, we, like, we loaded it up. And because we have, like, 70 plants, we had to leave some of the plants back in Houston, which is eight hours away, um, no. to be able to fit all of our actual stuff. So, you know, we, we drove the eight hours, you know, and, and got here and that, that, you know, just exhausted. But yesterday we rented, just got a rental car to go pick up the rest of the plants. We're all pretty attached apparently. So eight hours down, picked them up eight hours back in one day. And, uh, that's it. We're done. We're not, we have no reason to go back now. So we're like officially kind of here, nice. which feels good. Yeah. Nice, um, nice, nice. So it's been good. It's, it's hard to be away. I, I don't know if you've ever had like prolonged absences, but um, at, in the back of my head, just to be candid, the fear of like, oh, if I come back to my stream, like, what if like people don't show up or, oh, yeah. you know, oh, like, sure. <laughs> dead, dead channel. So I take like, if I take like two days off, I'm just like, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? I wouldn't go back. Everyone's forgotten about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh content creator mantra i feel like sadly so Mm -hmm. but uh yeah incredibly awesome to see everything you're doing and uh just it's just the beginning you know uh before we dive into the podcast you know i uh i i i have a very strong feeling that within the next 365 days you're going to be doing insanely cool shit. Like, I mean, like you already did like really cool stuff. So, um, I'm trying mm -hmm. right back at you though. You're just doing more and more crazy stuff every time I see you. So (laughs) yeah, it's, uh, the sleep deprivation hits, you know? Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. Your your YouTube stuff, man, is insane to me. (laughs) Thank you. I sit here and watch your videos. I'm like, how the fuck? (laughs) 
yeah. did he do that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like so blown away. <laughs> I I appreciate that. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know. Cause, I mean, you know, right? There's so much second guessing that goes into everything that. Mm. when somebody really likes something you're still like mm. <laughs> yeah but i would sure. change this this and this so uh but i i appreciate that i'm glad we're doing this uh podcast so yeah it's been so long <laughs> yeah the people been asking they've been demanding we've been getting tagged on twitter hey when y'all doing that podcast where'd it go and mm. uh <laughs> well, here just, we are yeah no people up. have been coming to my channel be like hey i found you through the podcast like what yeah that's kind of that's weird. crazy yeah and they're like yeah what are you guys doing another one he hasn't put out one in like a couple weeks so like oh yeah i think it's just been like super crazy busy but it's cool that people came in from the podcast mm-hmm. yeah and that was the last thing i was expecting someone to come into my chat be like, i'm like hey how are you doing he's like hey i just came from your podcast i really like it i'm like oh, oh, okay. like, oh did you yeah it, <laughs> cool, it, cool, cool. it's kind of the because we did this but you know i haven't put any episodes on like youtube and we really haven't done tons of promotion because we're waiting on art and all kinds of other stuff so yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's been interesting just to see people talk about it and just be like uh hey about that it, it's kind of nice that i guess there's demand for it you know yeah so. well something that i've learned is that people like when information is talked about for them <laughs> that yeah they don't like to go find it and read it themselves no like even like so like i've done like a couple like a couple youtube videos whenever a patch is dropped which i've never done before mm-hmm. yep. right like I i've done one when like did the, like a skin leaks or something like that and mm-hmm. like i've like i got like a two thousand views on one of them i'm like okay that's cool okay <laughs> but once i'm over here editing and doing stuff with it's getting like 200 and then this one i'm just like yeah this is the patch um it's cool <laughs> yeah you it's just like, literally okay, read something views. yeah it's, yeah <laughs> people just like to be read to <laughs> so i'm like okay i'll keep doing this whenever a patch drops whatever <laughs> yeah it, man that's a hundred percent the thing that and i keep saying that man that's like Nobody cared about my channel a lot until I started like reading patch notes, and then. But the problem, I mean, like, and then you know you got to let it piggyback into other stuff. But yeah, it's literally yeah. like, oh, that's an easy eight thousand views. Like I know when there's a news update, I could just put out a video and get like eight thousand views, and yeah, and the YouTube algorithm. Like, I, I basically every time there's a patch, I'm just gonna do it, but like yeah. just keep sprinkling my gameplay in there. But this is just for like kind of like to get to notice i guess a little bit definitely like promo the shit out of your gameplay or your build videos in those patch ones too i think oh yeah okay i mean i'm i'm gonna try to do that more i i try there's a thing you know when people want patch notes like they'll watch the video for 45 seconds and then they're like okay cool and then they leave um Mm -hmm. so like i i'm gonna experiment with sprinkling like really fast promotion of like and you know we're gonna be checking out this promo video or we're gonna be checking out these patch notes and you know this video or we're gonna be on twitch but also trying to like promote other stuff Mm -hmm. just seeing what works um but yeah people are so lazy and and that's not like uh not damning anybody but uh no because i'm lazy so i get it (laughs) people people walk in they come into my stream and they're like hey what's the past patch notes and i'm like bitch like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so what, you can read it what are you talking about i made a video you come to my stream to ask me to link you the video like come on yeah it gets it gets crazy but well, we're gonna so discuss funny. all that stuff today too <laughs> <laughs> so daunting there's so many things happening in the dvd world <laughs> yeah it's kind of melting and uh, uh we're here to try to 
Put a Band-Aid on it, make it better. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I guess. <laughs> we're we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to get I might up. play devil's advocate for I, some. I'm, but... I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay, I, cool. I To be fair, I don't think people know. I've been... <laughs> I've been biting my my tongue a little, but uh, but of course, everybody, uh, welcome to I'm All Ears, which is a Dead by Daylight podcast where Dro, our wonderful co-host, uh, and myself, we cup our ear to the fog and listen to what you, the community, are saying regarding updates, balancing character lore, popular requests meltdowns and much more uh this is of course is being recorded live at twitch.tv slash dylan kg on disclosed mornings at 10 a.m central um today we're completely breaking that rule but if you can't make it don't sweat it head on over to your favorite podcast service and type i'm all ears and enjoy uh we do have some hot bed topics for you today but as an overview we're going to be discussing 5.0.0 the resident evil chapter performance issues in community concerns following that we'll be talking about the dead by daylight boycott the anniversary event issues concurrent player peaks and what happens next so mm-hmm. um dro do you want to take us through the 5.0.0 not necessarily the patch notes or anything like that but what's been going on since that update dropped within the dbd community well it's Usually just like a lot of lag spikes, I guess, right? I'm seeing this more from like the consoles perspective. Mm-hmm. I getting some frame drops on PC myself, but nothing not as bad as what I seen console players getting. Right. Like I think I've seen videos of some people like can't even go near survivors as a killer without everything just freezing, which is kind of crazy. Right. Um yeah, the performance on a console just has dropped significantly, which kinda of sucks for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's the crux of it. Um right now it seems like uh obviously when the the game came out and this is what got my goat um the uh, raccoon city police department obviously part of the resident evil chapters 5.0.0 the raccoon city police department map was quickly disabled the exact same day Mm -hmm. that it came out uh due to literally crashing consoles um and probably some pcs along the way but uh primarily consoles crashing primarily consoles yeah Mm -hmm. Um, which sucks, you know, I'm a fog whisperer and and one thing that gets kind of, I guess, thrown at me is that I'm paid to talk good about the game. Uh, let me be a hundred percent clear. I had a video that I worked 60 hours on that is completely predicated on that map existing. So people will search for a video on how to, um, navigate the map. I'm just as peeved as everybody is that that map got disabled um yeah because my video is not getting clicks you know it's not getting views i ain't getting paid um so that was definitely a big one is the map just like the big thing of like oh raccoon city hell yeah and the map well that's that's huge though right because that's what's been promoted so hard is like this chapter and that map which they spent i'm sure a long time getting it precisely to look like the resident evil game Mm -hmm. and people not being able to get in there was kind of like not good at all right at all at all yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard as a as developer, right? And this is where I try to put myself in their shoes. If I were to partner with Capcom, like literally Capcom on the biggest horror franchise to ever exist, and the map is bum on day one, I know as a dev, I'm not happy. I mean, one, like, mm-hmm. I hate having to go back and redo work anyway. But, like, two... <laughs> like the pressure the heat you know yeah Um, well here's the thing right it's not like this is something that like anyone does on purpose but mm -hmm. this it's something that has been happening 
and it just sucks that it happened with this chapter because this chapter was such a big one. Right. Because it's had like it's had it's brought in so many people, and then just to have it like not work out is just like very it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's definitely disappointing. Um, it definitely sets a really tough tone. Right. We've been getting maps that have been disabled on and off for various reasons, probably since. Uh, I mean, honestly, since map rework started happening, um, mm -hmm. you, you know, the most notable being Mother's Dwelling being completely broken, um, and that one hasn't even been remade. And then we see the Thompson house being um, busted for about four to six weeks where mm -hmm. it just wasn't playable. So it is... It, there is something going on that needs to be looked at. Obviously, like saying they need to look at it is redundant because I'm sure they obviously. Know so they that. are. Yeah, obviously. But, we, you know, uh, Dro and I's job here is obviously to let you guys know that you're heard. And, and like I said, the, the big thing I'll say is like, if I'm a developer and this big opportunity falls on our lap for this collaboration, I'm not happy that that map is broken. Mm -hmm. Um, and aside from that, exactly what Drew said, uh, lag spikes. I, I watched a, a nemesis get really close to a survivor, and it was just like uh, there was a stutter. Oh, I've seen the same video. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, there's a stutter like every two seconds, whereas it's just kind of it's it's not like survivors are warping around. It's like there are missing. It's like if you watched a movie, but like every two seconds is missing. Mm -hmm. um, and that you know that's primarily on past gen consoles and, and it's not affecting everybody which is kind of the weirdness that i'd like to address later on in our what happens next kind of segment of this conversation but mm -hmm. excuse me uh there are a lot of people that are kind of um there are people on ps4 i've played on ps4 and i've had minimal issues um i played on like obviously xbox series x and ps5 are gonna do a little bit better it with with regards to like hardware and performance um, so there, there's something to be said about certain consoles and certain locations and things like that seem to be having more issues than, than, uh, mm -hmm. it, it's not just everything. Um, so that's, that's interesting. Um, and it's worth talking about. And I think that kind of rounds us into the DVD boycott boycott. Yeah. Um, which I honestly just read about this this morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and what are your impressions? You want to go over this one, go for it. Cause... Sure. I mean, I, so this is something that, like, I heard murmurs about. And, and yeah. I, it was never something that got, like, so massive that it was going to, like, actually go very far. Generally, gaming boycotts don't work. Um, no. Yeah. For two reasons. Like, any press is good press, right? If people are, like, this rallied around... Uh, taking this thing down they're talking about it a lot which gets a lot of people's ears perked up and they go like oh well, let me you know so it actually may actually be helping the game a little bit but the only way this boycott was ever going to work was uh and and just to be clear everything we just talked about with regards to console performance lag spikes etc mm -hmm. that's kind of the tipping point for this boycott a lot of people are frustrated that since the binding of kin which was the twins um, there have been updates that continue to come out and not come out in a state that is incredibly playable or enjoyable. Um, mm -hmm. go going back to the twins, uh, obviously Victor in a lot of cases didn't work or didn't even have like all of the abilities. There was a, a drastic mm -hmm. oversight where you could hide in a locker against Victor and he could do nothing. 
Um, and so they literally had to build new animations and build new interactions so he could lock lockers and things like that. On top of the fact that Hoarder and a bunch of other perks, um, a lot of LOD's perks just didn't work quite right when they released. Um, it, it, I wouldn't say it was game-breaking, but it kind of nullified the whole point of wanting to buy the chapter and play the chapter yeah, yeah. on release day. Um, of course, we, we remember all kill. Um, pallet stuns just not doing anything, right? Or not being able to stun. And, and mm -hmm. you know, that interaction was difficult. And, and now we have things where co like console players just can't play, you know? Um, and, and so people are frustrated. And so the idea behind the boycott is don't play it for a weekend, like get as many people to not play for a weekend and see if behavior sees that and does something about it. Well, like, do you think that behavior doesn't see this? <laughs> it's not like it's not like if we all of a sudden stop playing a game, behavior is gonna be like, oh, okay, let's let's fix this now. Like, that's not like, yeah. Like, I'm gonna like, okay, I'm upset about the game as well. I'm upset of where it is and what's been happening, so I get it. Well, things like this, this doesn't make sense to me. In argument sakes, so mm -hmm. DBDs or behavior is not doing anything about it. Like, they're trying, maybe right. not at the pace that we all wish. Like, we all wish that the game came out perfectly beautiful. On patch day, we all do. Oh yeah! But like I'm pretty sure behavior also wishes that. Exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure behavior doesn't sit there and goes, "I can't wait to release this patch broken." <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense to me. Right. I 100% agree. I, I think it's 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 kind of interesting because I don't know what the intended change really is. Like they just do like. It, it brings me back to the thing you hear all the time, right? Anytime you hop in a Dead by Daylight, like, official stream, you just see people yelling, like, fix the game. But yeah. it's such a... It's a statement that doesn't mean anything because, like, it, it doesn't actually say anything. And it's the same kind of issue, I think, here, where it's a lot of people being like, oh, they'll fix the game if, if we boycott. And it's like, but what... Like... One, it's kind of based on an assumption like what you said, where they're just like, they're sitting back, they're like, yeah, this update's broken, but fuck, I can't wait to get all this money. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I, I know, I I don't think any, oh, I don't know, I don't want to say any, but uh, most companies don't work or think like that. There are human beings behind. It's not like a big corporate mm. conglomerate, right? But uh, again, the reputation of the game is at stake with regards to working with other partners if it doesn't function properly. And they there's a lot more riding on these updates than than I think the general public put stock in. And, and so I think that puts a stress on the developers like, yes, like I think they very much know that they that these things are not working right. And if they're working overtime and things like that as well, right? They're just not going home mm -hmm. or it's stressful. It sucks, you know? It sucks and it's stressful. But I will also say that, like, it sucks that these things just keep happening. Yes. But I don't know what they can do in order to make it not happen. More testing? More PTB? Like, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know what they can do. I do have a lot of thoughts it, on it, that. Because it has become stressful, stressful that for the past three chapters, something has broken. Yeah. And it seems Whether to be getting like, worse start, and yeah. worse. Right? Yeah. It, and I don't... Is the game getting, like... Too big coding wise, like mm -hmm. should we do a DBD two? <laughs> <laughs> right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Because like that's something people have been talking about, which I kind of agree. Kind of how like Overwatch you could Overwatch two, just like s build it again, just like with a better system. You know what I mean? Right. 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 And I have thoughts on that a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. And 
I, I kind of want to hash that out with you sort of towards the end mm -hmm. of all of this because yeah, we sure. have a whole other set of issues, and those are the anniversary event issues. Now, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, were you, did you play yesterday? Were you live? I did. Or tried and, to well, play, I guess. I, I'm going to say the word play very loosely. <laughs> um, I think in four hours, it got maybe like eight matches. Oof. So you just yeah. got to do a just chatting stream. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I was doing like a stream with other people, so we had like you oh, know banter good. and stuff, which was nice. Because if I was by myself, I probably would just stop that. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, my issues were like, like connecting with each other every time someone would like DC, or their game they couldn't hit the ready button for some reason, or we get a matchmaking error. Mm -hmm. And those were the most major ones. There also was issues with like the whole crown. We couldn't just like we completed the quest to get the crown or whatever, and we just didn't receive it. Yep, that's like super minimal. For me, like, I don't care too much about it. Right. But I know other people do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, everything you said there. Um, you know, when the event went live, yeah, there were people leaving with the crown, but not actually getting the crown. People who did get it, in some cases, it would override their, like, year four crown, um, mm -hmm. which has been, all of that's been resolved. Um, and matchmaking errors, people getting kicked, um, save progression errors, uh, which is a, like a server desynchronization. Um, mm -hmm. and all of that kind of rounds me to the next thing is that the steam concurrent player base yesterday was over a hundred thousand players. And that's on steam alone. That's not even counting anyone who hopped on console. I saw you post about that. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's usually at like what? 30 to 40 K. That's the average. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, I think the okay. highest peak before that was like 65 or 70k okay that's that's wild yeah and <laughs> that's, that's wild and amazing yes and that's precisely i think why the servers were melting down and people weren't able to find matches is because i don't think they planned quite that far ahead but that's the good news about those kinds of bugs right when they're all server side is they just kick some shit around on the servers you guys don't have to update mm -hmm. your clients and it gets fixed up so um you know, that's that's kind of the good news there. But this is a good thing for the game in regards to, you know, I, I think a lot of people, obviously a lot of people want fixes for the game and things like that. Um, but the game growing, hopefully, to me, one, will obviously the dev team will be able to expand and hopefully get, you know, uh, more people in places in terms of like hiring and firing. You know, obviously if they're making more money, they can do hopefully some of those things the next year um, mm -hmm. to, to grow their team and just grow their uh, knowledge base to make smoother, better workflows, etc. But to the community growing is, it, it just means that we have more potential for things, right? People want ranked and casual modes and all this stuff. That doesn't happen if the community is small. It can't Oh, happen. yeah, for sure. Um, I think I, I talked about this on my stream the other day as well. Mm -hmm. People are asking me, how do I feel about there being a ranking system? That way, like, if people want to play sweaty, they can just go into rank. I'm like, yeah, if we had the player base, <laughs> yeah, I would love that. If the matchmaking was I'm not going to say it in a 25-minute queue. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. want that. <laughs> exactly. Just to have somebody who invaded the casual queue anyway to sweat anyway, right? Yeah. There are all kinds of other, like, complaints to be had there, but... Um, right. So I, yeah, I, I, the community growing is never a bad thing for a game. Um, and I know that there's a lot of shit talking in the game, but one thing I want to encourage anybody that listens to this is yes, I, it's completely okay to be frustrated. I'm frustrated. I have reasons that are different from everybody else's a little bit and, and things like that. But 
it, it sucks to see things come out broken, but we all should be trying to welcome new people in, right? Um, and shit talking the game, shit talking it to your friends, all of that stuff, it does the opposite of what you want. If you truly want the game to get better and grow, or if you truly want the game to get better and improve, you also have to help it grow. Because um, it doesn't improve and then stay small. Because eventually, like, you know, nothing really expansive can come from that. So, um, but I think that brings us on to the uh, it's raining very hard here good lord um it brings me to the next point um which is what what happens next um you know this update is the core the, the core tenet of this update is that consoles got hit hard with yeah. stuff being broken right and the conversation there is about testing and things like that um and about ptbs and, and console PTBs or not. How, how do you feel about console PTBs? Have you given that any thought or anything like that? I mean, I don't... They, I think they should have a PTB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if a lot of stuff is breaking on their side, they don't have a chance to test it out on their side. I think they should have a PTB, right? right? Would it be hard for them to just let them mix in with the console people, or PC people? Um, I, I don't know how these things work. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a game developer, right? <laughs> so. I can throw a dart at the board. Um, mm-hmm. So, PTBs generally don't exist on console. Like, Overwatch doesn't have one. Rainbow Six Siege doesn't have one. Oh, they don't. One. Okay. Um, and, and that's because of a Sony Microsoft thing. Um, it, generally, it's because, one, it costs a lot of money to send uh, any updates through certification. So, they usually don't want to just throw up updates onto consoles that don't really mm. need to be there, right? Um also sony and microsoft have to they go through the cert process so they can you know see if your console will get bricked by the update essentially is all it does it's nothing too extensive um but because of that um that also means the certification process could take a few days um Mm -hmm. whereas like on the ptb if like if apex legends had i don't know if they have a public test realm but if they did and they put the PTR up or whatever, or PTB on Steam. And then three days later, they're like, oh, shit's really broken. So we like made a really quick change and we'll see how it goes. They could just do that on Steam for free because nobody has to check anything on Steam at Steam. But like they wouldn't be able to push an update out in three days on like PS4, right? Um, the exception to the rule is the only PTB that exists on console is Overwatch has experimental game mode, but it does not have that on consoles, I do not believe. Um, okay. Um, and, I, yeah, I don't think that's the same as PTB. Um, but on consoles, PUBG has a sort of beta, right, a, a test build. The difference with PUBG's test build is it's a separate game on consoles, right? Um, oh. And even on Steam, right? If you buy PUBG on Steam, you'll actually get two games. You get the Test Realm and you get PUBG, right? Unlike with like DBD and other games where you update your client to be the test beta or whatever, you get both. And so PUBG, at, and I believe it's Bluehole Games. I think they're Bluehole mm-hmm. is, the, is the developer, but um, Bluehole is able to update that independently and they don't have to switch back and forth and back and forth um because that's the other thing is like there's no in my mind because you know if, if you guys don't play on pc 
the way to play the the PTB is you go to your your Dead by Daylight that you have, and you go to Steam and you you switch it so that it re-downloads the entire game as the PTB. You you can't flip flop like back and forth and load them both up at the same time or anything like that. You basically re-download the entire game for the test build. And Sony and Microsoft, I don't think, are like gonna jive with that. So I think. No, okay. So this seems like a problem with their side, with the console side. Right, right. I guess right. Sony and Microsoft, yeah. Um, so I think the thing that kind of has to, I, I think they can do console PTBs, um, and there's two reasons why I think it's possible but unlikely. Um, mm. and it's because. One, they when a PTB comes out, they're not making major changes to that PTB within days. I, I can't remember yeah. the last time that PTB came out, and then two days later, they're like, "Ah, oh, hold on, we've changed something." Like, it just doesn't happen um, for DBD for behavior. Um, other mm-hmm. games do make changes fairly rapidly in some cases, but unfortunately, from my experience, uh, when behavior has a PTB and this, I'm not mm-hmm. talking for them. Cause I want to, as a fog whisperer, make it very clear. I'm not talking for them, but when they have a PTB, that build is basically done for the most part. They'll do bug Let's fixes, see. but they won't do changes. It is kind Let's of how see. it feels. Right. Um, and so the value mm-hmm. of the PTB is, is not as high as it usually is for other games in my mind. I see. But I think they could still do it if they went the way of PUBG where they just had DBD PTR as a separate game on the play on PlayStation PSN store and Xbox Live store and stuff like that. Um, I think they still could do that, but I think it requires a lot of negotiation on the Sony Microsoft end and a lot of money. Um, and, and I don't know how easy that is. And I, I think the general public kind of maybe because they don't understand that kind of stuff and i'm no i'm no expert this is just what i've learned over mm-hmm. the years of reading other people talk about it in the games industry um i just don't think it's as easy as oh just put it on the console duh um right and, and see that's how i think <laughs> <laughs> right just do it man just put it on the console man <laughs> <laughs> um yeah the red tape for that kind of stuff is super weird with the and especially because to put stuff on like the on on sony uh, they have to speak to people in japan if they wanted to do something like that and so that's like a very difficult translation issue and that takes days or months to negotiate but Mm -hmm. the other thing is exactly what my mod said in chat is that PUBG has made millions of dollars like multiple millions of dollars um yeah and they have the money to pay for patch on patch on patch on two different clients whereas you know i dbd yes they make money yes we all make jokes about like 20 dollars cosmetics and all that stuff i i don't know that the sixty thousand player like sixty thousand players average is like you know net them millions and millions of dollars per se mm-hmm. so it's kind of it's kind of messy do do i wish that ptbs could be on console yeah it would it would be great to see these things ironed out do i think it's going to happen no and i no i don't think it's entirely their fault um i don't think it's financially responsible and i don't think that the team has the extra people to be able to do upkeep on both necessarily if that makes that's sense. fair but um, then if we're just going to focus on one i feel like more 
I guess, time should be put into the one if it's just on PC. Mm-hmm. But also, like, the bugs that happen after patches come out, or chapters, I should say, like, on the kill, the all-kill chapter, mm-hmm. that pallet bug, I don't remember that happening in the PTB. I don't, I don't remember it either. Um, but it happened once the patch went live, and I wonder, right. like, what's the correlation there, why that happens that once it goes live... That bug it's happens. different, yeah. And and honestly, I and I don't even know if I'm like re- misremembering or not because mm-hmm. I don't know. I played as Trickster and I just respected every palette. I, I don't yeah. know if I misremember. <laughs> so, um, but that that is a good question: is did it did it happen in PTB? And if so, what changes? And that's the other thing mm-hmm. where it's like that's kind of the complexity of code where you're like, what? Like it's visually seemingly nothing changed, but something back there something it, it just did not happen right um mm-hmm. and and stuff was broken enough that it wasn't fixed for weeks which means that it must have in my brain when something doesn't get fixed for weeks it's not oh the devs are lazy it's this must be an issue that is just deeply like a big problem messed up right yeah um yeah and, and and so that's another thing too is it i don't know if maybe you kind of were getting to this a little bit but it's like why kind of what almost what's the point of ptbs um yeah if things come out and get worse um yeah now i will say and people kind of don't people don't take this stance a lot and they don't like this stance but um in my opinion ptbs are not really for balancing they're more for like awful awful bug testing and i know that sounds like Mm -hmm. we're gonna like all roll our eyes because of the palette stun bugs but if you played the ptb against a trick a trickster if you played survivor you may remember your fps dropping to about 20 uh on on pc if you played against trickster after he did like uh, a main event um Mm -hmm. i i remember like being like a slideshow I felt like Mr. Game and Watch or something where it was just like, it was like freeze frame where I was like, the more knives he threw, the the more stuttery the game the more. got, right? <laughs> um, and, and so like that got fixed before it came out, right? So I think that the PTB is to kind of test like really, really obvious bugs and issues and, and like the Victor thing with him, like not being able to like do anything against people in lockers. Like I think it's sort of, talked about a lot of that what's up babe do you want me to hold him oh okay i have to hold a dog Joe, so give me a second. Come here. oh you're good <laughs> hold that pupper yeah the thunder does not agree are you leaving or yeah i'm gonna go run my errand okay be safe it's really raining yeah okay all right don't die okay. um, but uh you know i i think a lot of things the PTB isn't for like the really quick changes. And, and so I kind of, I, I wish that it was possible that the PTB had more meaning to it, mm-hmm. um, to, to experiment. And I think that they just don't have the time for it, honestly. Um, because like I said, I think by the time something goes to the PTB, it's basically almost done. Whereas if, I don't know if they put it in PTB a month before it was scheduled to come out, then we could like do some goofy experiments and test Mm -hmm. numbers when, you know, so, but I, I don't, here's, I guess the next question I hear, I hear this a lot. Um, I want to know your thoughts on it because I've been talking way too much. Um, a health patch, not doing a DLC for one drop and just doing a health update that addresses. I am okay with that. Yeah. 
And I think the community would be okay with that. <laughs> do you? Because we all we all like love the game and we love playing it, and like everyone's you know you're always excited when there's something new coming out, a new killer, a new map, new survivor, and all that jazz. We all love it. But at the end of the day, if it's making the game almost unplayable, mm -hmm. is there any point in keeping releasing new things? Right. I mean, I would be like, I we have, what is it, 22 killers, 25 survivors, something like that crazy. Right. <laughs> I yeah. think, I think we, I, I'm okay with like taking like, you know, one of the chapter releases is making like a big health patch just focus all the energy into fixing what's already there right. or, and you can even like do like smaller things you have to like make a new character you can just like revamp an old one or like do some changes or something like that if you want to add something new mm -hmm. right you have so many pre-existing especially like older characters like trapper and stuff for example yeah just rework him or something yeah just like little, rework little... it in some way you know what i mean mm-hmm Right. Instead of adding like a brand new map and a brand new killer, a brand new survivor with brand new perks that like all just equates to like something's going to go wrong. <laughs> right. It's more layers to the sandwich that could go mm -hmm. real bad. Um, so I am categorically against a health update. And, mm. um, and, and so I guess my question to you is, do you think the community will get too bored if there was four or five months of no new um do you think people kind of get really bored they sort of walk away and because i i mean i try to think of it this way um okay i have a dog all right um okay when i think about uh like a health patch or something i i've 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 done this with games before where I'm like, oh, yeah, like I'll come back and play this. Or I, I did that with Cyberpunk, right? Where I was like, okay, mm -hmm. when they update this a bit, I'll come back. And I've just never even booted it. I've never came back at all because I've just now I'm into other things. I'm into other games. Do you think if they announced a health patch and people are like, cool, I'll come back. Like I'm getting a little bored. I'll come back later. And do you think that they actually come back? Do you think or, or do you think that like maybe a uh, the community kind of just shrinks a little bit as a whole? I think the community probably would shrink a little bit. Yeah. But it just like from my eye, like usually I would agree in like, you know, keeping new things coming and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like I said, if the things keep coming, but things keep breaking, I think more people are going to stay clear away from the game. Maybe. Than yeah. if they just took like, you know, one break from a new thing and just added and just did a fix. Mm -hmm. See, I, I and, like, and I'm not talking about like, you know, silly bugs, you know, Right, like, like when you're repairing a generator and you scream and all of a sudden like you're like a little race car like that's hilarious keep that in the game <laughs> i don't those. care like <laughs> those bugs make me laugh so much and i love it it's just the like, game breaking <laughs> stuff that like i think you know everyone could agree that that stuff sucks yeah the the consoles being unplayable and things like that mm -hmm. i um i normally would uh, like i said i i really want a health update but i worry that the risk is too high um when i did a lot of when i was a warframe partner i talked a lot to some of the developers there and they're a free-to-play game that has microtransactions that let you mm -hmm. you know participate that way so you don't have to buy dlcs but one thing they always said was taking time off for a health patch kills live service games um, kills. Okay. yeah if the and this is from their perspective of course um, so it, it's not like the gospel truth, but it was something that always kind of resonated with me. They said the player player bases that get updates this frequently for years, even, you know, if you take time off and, and are transparent, there will be so many players that one, they don't even hear that you're taking time off. So they just are like, where's the content? 
And then mm-hmm. two, there's a lot of people that walk away and just end up never coming back. You know, people walk away and play Destiny for a little bit, and they're like, oh, man, you know, I'll get back to Warframe eventually, and then they never do. And um, that has like some long-standing implications. And one mm-hmm. thing that kind of helped me think about this yesterday was because you know you would think that like if Dead by Daylight on Twitter and in game they were like, hey, um, we're gonna take and not do DLC. Here's a big announcement. Ba ba ba. We're working on the game. Just make it nice. You know. Mm-hmm. A lot of us would think like, oh, right, that's cool. A lot of people literally just will never read that. Be- yes, it's true. And and I think that's the part that sucks is I think the community kind of gets in the way of the capability of a health patch. I think that's the mm-hmm. thing for me um, because Dead by Daylight can literally tweet out, hey, we know RPD's not working. We're working on it. Hey, it's re-enabled, but you won't be able to use the offering for it. And like they tweet out that you can't use the offering, but people still will get in their comments and be like, hey, why is the offering not working? Yeah, I saw that all day today. And you're just like, (laughs) please, God, give me the strength, right? (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I, I would love a health patch, but I think the attention span of the community is shorter than they themselves can estimate which sucks Mm. you know um i know as a content creator stuff runs dry after four or five months right if there was nothing it it gets kind of hard that's 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 true um but i wish they could take time i think the other problem with a health patch is if they take a health patch uh and and thing you know they generally things have improved but then another update comes out that has some bugs or something i think it sets them up for people to be like well i thought the health patch was so that there would never be bugs ever again you know (laughs) like i think people will get a weird misconception and make some weird assumptions about game development and all that you know what I mean? So it's just people just being, I guess, for Dude, lack of a better term, people. stupid. Y- yeah, just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not quite knowing how things sort of work, right? Um, which I don't know that that matters so much, but I think that does open them up to more criticism. Because if, you, if mm-hmm. you say we're taking time off to fix bugs and all that, and then like a bug pops up that has occurred once before you're going to get a lot of people that are like, well, I thought you fixed that, bro. Why is that not mm-hmm. working? And it, and it just, so it's like, I don't know. It's a rough spot. Yeah. I just, as yeah. someone, because I love this game, I make money from playing this game, making content from this game. Yeah, it's our so jobs. We want it to do For me, well. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want it to do well, because, like, what am I going to, what am I going to do? <laughs> if it, if yeah, where am I, who else would love me, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like, behavior has done, like, it does so much, right? Right. I, I, in terms of, like, for, like, the LGBT community and for its yes, community, yeah. mm-hmm. to do more than any other game I've ever played. Agree. Personally. Agree. Oh. It just sucks that this keeps happening with their patches and their chapters. It does. It does. Because I, I don't want it to go away. I don't want people to stop playing. I want this 100 concurrent players to go up to like 500,000. Yes. You know I, mean? I want Overwatch like... size communities. I want <laughs> like, I want to that big. Yeah, I want. This, yeah. Is why I, this is why like I criticize and then a lot of other people criticize. Yep. A lot of people just love the game, right? 100%. But then there's people that just don't understand what's going on from a different perspective that mm-hmm. just doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. There's one thing criticizing it, and there's one thing just bashing. Right. right. There's the destructive, kind of harmful name-calling accusation kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. That, that Or trying to organize a big boycott for a weekend. <laughs> like, I don't understand what that's going to do as a benefit for the game. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that... And and I want to make it super clear. I I I really want these updates to go better. And somebody mm-hmm. uh, said something today. They said I think the game's in the worst state it's ever been. And 
I have to disagree. Um, I think the updates are getting um, buggier and buggier on launch. I think once those bugs get ironed out, the game is always like at its best. You know, when mm-hmm. when palette stuns were back, or like hell yeah, DBD's back. Let's go map mm-hmm. reworks. You know it. It, the the baseline for the game is better than it's ever been. It's just a matter of like the update quality on day one has started to decline, and that's tough. And I think the other part, how do you feel about this? The idea that the team is taking on too much work. I mean, if, are they? If we think back to last year, they just started mm-hmm. doing map updates, right? And mm-hmm. we didn't have many issues, like. Pyramid Head Blight came out. Fun. Awesome. Very few actual yeah. problems, right? But then we get into the thick of it. We start, we get the twins. We're also getting map reworks. We're getting perk reworks. We're getting ki- killer rebalances. We're getting animation changes. We're getting... Uh, do you think that the team is just juggling too much um, at once? Because I, I feel like since they've really been in the thick of these map reworks, been in the thick of like rebalancing every killer's add-ons and every kill i feel like since that really started happening that's where we're seeing a lot of the updates are they spread too thin Mm, well thinking about that now that makes a lot of sense Mm -hmm. because you're right pyramid head came out was fine i don't remember anything super major or broken right same thing with blight like you said as of the twins chapter they have been doing working on old maps doing perks like numbers and stuff that makes sense it really does make sense. Yeah, and and I wonder. I don't know that they'll ever say that they took on too much, but and so that means that as they near the end of the map reworks, which they're not quite there yet, they're pretty close. Does mm-hmm. that mean we finally find like stable footing again? It sucks that we'd have to go the better part. What three three updates, almost a full year before mm-hmm. things stabilize. But um, is that a possibility? You know. Um, Could be, honestly, yeah. if you think, maybe. Yeah, I, I, and the maps are so beautiful. Like I want them to get reworked. <laughs> I do. Yeah, the lighting. I want so them all to be reworked. And, right. I want to see <laughs> but, the uh, reworked uh, mother's dwelling. That's that's all I'm looking for now. Oh, please see me Haddonfield. And by reworking, oh, I mean burn true. it to God. the ground. Yeah, just burn it. But... <laughs> just burn it down. I want all the houses gone. Give me a street, and, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> There's one pallet in the middle. That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna look like a Tony Hawk Pro Skater create a park. Like it's just like <laughs> it's like two half pipes, and I'm good. That's it. That's the loop. <laughs> oh god. Oh, but yeah, maybe that's a good. That's a that's a good thing to think about as well. Yeah, because they have been pumping out like a lot of stuff, and like I think you said this in one of our other podcasts. Like behavior's also been pumping out a lot of bug fixes too. God, yeah. It's not like they're not right, especially right. if they compare to like. like maybe like a year and a half ago, two years ago. It's been pretty consistent. Like once a week, there's been like some kind of bug patch. Right. Yeah. 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 It's almost weekly. Um, mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't address the bug fixes we want it, you know, it's cause the, the way bug fixes work in studios is that there's like, there's tiers, A, B, C, D, A is the really messed up shit. And, and that's the highest priority, but there's always a team that's doing a tier stuff. And there's always people that are working on other things. And, uh, generally anyway i don't say always i guess so you know it when a patch comes out and it's like oh we fixed these like visual bugs and things that are a little bit easier to address but the hard stuff still isn't fixed it's it's not because the team was just like ah we'll get to that later <laughs> it's mm-hmm. you know it's it's because that shit is not going well um so but um 
the other thing I do want to say is is DVD 2.0. I I don't hate the notion. I don't hate the idea. I but, personally uh, love the idea. Agree. Yeah. I, I think I like and I guess in my mind that sounds like the best thing to do. Because mm -hmm. from my my understanding, and this is basing off a video I saw from Scott, who like did a YouTube video on it. Mm -hmm. The gaming coding, the, the base coding of it is just a hot mess. In that sense, like I don't, they think the DVD maybe didn't expect this game to be as big as it's gotten. Mm -hmm. And as the more it grows and the more things they update, they're just base coding. I guess he, I think he called it like spaghetti coding. Right, right, right. It's just like not stable. So maybe if they were to just revamp and just do like a DVD two, which I would pay for, if mm -hmm. I get to keep my like progression and stuff like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. But like I would a hundred percent pay for a DVD two if that's what they would want to do. Yeah. See, I think uh, I'm inclined to agree. I don't usually agree with the spaghetti coding thing because I've, in my experience, which I'm not a coder, so I guess my experience mm -hmm. is limited. What I've heard from other developers is that like all code becomes spaghetti code if you don't like give it. It's it's like it's like if you don't like do your dishes as mm -hmm. you eat, then you just have a pile of fucking dishes. Like at the end of the yeah. day, right? So like if you don't go up and like clean up and do like retroactive groupings and things like that. This stuff gets really broken. Um, but I also think, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I, I don't actually know in somebody in the chat, maybe can let me know, let us know, hit the exclamation point QA, correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe that this game wasn't built on straight up unreal Four. I think the textures and a lot of the stuff that, that came out when this game came out five years ago, they built it on, uh, Unreal Blueprints, or un it it wasn't it wasn't it 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 wasn't built in the same way that like mm -hmm. true you know Unreal games are built now because it's five years old, and, and we can see that in the way that like we see the Ash versus Evil Dead game or the you know that that game is built in Unreal Four, same engine technically, but looks phenomenal, and that's because of the base assets used, the base textures used. And that game is built in like current Unreal. Well, not current. That game's been in development for like three years. But um, mm -hmm. you know, it, it it was built a little bit differently structurally from the ground up. So there is like a structural from the ground up sort of. I wouldn't say issue, but um, behaviors experience with game development prior to to DBD was not like AAA uh, studio level stuff, right? Um, it was Naughty Bear, uh, and some mm -hmm. like, you know, some licensed games and things like that. They, they hadn't really dipped their toes in, in like full on hardcore. Let's make the prettiest, shiniest, coolest shit. And, mm -hmm. and so to some degree, yeah, they're going back to try to correct some of that and doing that may be also breaking stuff, right? Like you can't, oh, yeah, for sure. you can't rebuild the Jenga base and not have shit fall apart at the top. Um, so there, there's, there could be some truth, truth to spaghetti code and things like that. And I think, I, I don't want to call the devs amateurs, but I think when they dove in to make this game, uh, they definitely were figuring it out as they went. And to that, kudos. A dev team that's like, let's just figure it out. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, look, look, look at the, look at the size of their game now. So they did something right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Something. I'm happened. not taking anything. I don't take. I don't take anything away from the devs. I think the devs are right. 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 Doing the most. Um. Yeah. I think that right now they just need. 
I don't know if they need to hire people. I don't know if their pipeline for how things get built needs to be more streamlined. I don't know if they maybe just need to slow down on the map reworks and the animations and all, well, I guess animations haven't been touched in a minute, but uh, I, maybe it's, they're just too much at, at once. But I, I will say that a hundred percent, something's got to change um, for the health of the updates. The community is always going to find something, something to be mad about. It's always going to happen. But I think it's a matter of not hand feeding them things to be mad about. Um, and of course, I don't think the devs predicted that things would get this broken. But uh, hopefully, they they they. I know they've seen all this, but hopefully, there are contingencies being talked about to help with all this stuff. Because unlike uh, Tom Clancy's, you know, uh, one one big thing. Uh, I don't want to keep you too long. Because uh, I'm just rambling at this point, but no, 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 you're okay. You're um, one one game everybody cites as being a game that got rebooted was Rainbow Six Siege. Um, mm -hmm. That game came out and was a mess. Um, and that team spent, I think, the better part of a year. They had a full roadmap for everything they were going to fix and and redo, and that's awesome. You want to know how Rainbow Six can do that? It's a fucking Tom Clancy game developed by <laughs> Ubisoft. Like, they have millions of dollars at their disposal. They have other games that are actively making that studio money from Assassin's yeah. Creed games to whatever other shooters they're coming out with. That game literally does not have to, like, exist, right? But this is, and that's unfortunate for behavior because this is the only this game the only that exists, game. right? Like, they don't eat if they don't put shit out. It's just, it's true. Uh, you know, that, and that goes back to the health patch thing. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where it's like, they, they're a small enough team that they just, they've kind of boxed themselves into a corner with the frequency of the updates and, uh, maybe bit off more they can chew with how much stuff they're working on. But I, I don't know that the answer is, is simple. I know that a boycott will do nothing and i guarantee you everybody who signed up to boycott played today because <laughs> that's how that oh, yeah. goes um for sure but i yes like i i want to make it super clear i want something to go better i want the the game hit a hundred thousand players yesterday and next year hopefully we see that at 150 160 <laughs> but mm. the retention of those players is just as important as the peak and if yeah the, if if the console experience which is the issue right now like i don't care about balance like balance is a back and forth we can have arguments about that all week or whatever but oh my god <laughs> if you can't boot the game up on console and play a match without lag that's There's no point right yeah. that's the problem and so you know um i don't know i i want stuff to go better but I also try to. I, I want to try to be the level-headed person that's kind of looking at well, the you industry are. and yeah. Well, you're very level-headed, man. I and want I think, to lose I think, my I think mind. people <laughs> claiming that like you're a fog whisperer, so you're like just being nice is a stupid claim because you guys know Dylan. Like Dylan just like like this. <laughs> Dylan it's, just it's, like looks at like both sides and tries to meet in the middle. I this try. is how he's been before Fog Whisper. So y'all stop saying that if you're saying oh. that because that ain't true. <laughs> Dro's my white knight. I think I've got this covered right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's true though. And yeah. like you say, you you speak your mind, but you do it in a way that's like, you know, you look at both sides and make an opinion. It's mm -hmm. not just like, yeah. 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 And 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 I want everybody to know I'm frustrated, trust me. I'm I'm frustrated. It sucks. I know so many of you in my community uh 
just can't play the game right now and you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I get it. I totally, totally get it. Um, so I just, uh, I think let's not get carried away with our emotions. I think we're, we can all choose our words and be responsible adults. And, and what Drew said is I, I'm frustrated, <laughs> but um, the last, like, if you want somebody to listen to you, yelling at them is the last thing that is going to get Last you know. thing. Like, if you come at <laughs> me and yell at me. Don't tell me to calm down and don't yell at me. Right, <laughs> exactly. That's 100% the truth. If you come at me yelling at me, I'm not listening. To, I'm defensive. I'm not having this conversation, you know? So I, I think if we really want more, you know, from them, I think... Uh, the vocal minority needs to make more forum posts and needs to talk more and, and, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and be more reasonable. And I'm not saying we need to be reasonable to get results. Frustration, like I said, is valid. I just think that if you're yelling at somebody, why would they want to listen to you? Right. So, yeah. um, But yeah. um, I talked a lot, Drew. No, 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 but it's good. No, 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 not a problem at all. It's stuff that I didn't even know about, so I learned, and <laughs> it's fine. I give my opinion, so we're good. We need to – what I want to start doing, chat, you guys let me know or as I pull up our QA. I think I would like to get it to a point to where um, to where Dro hosts, like, we switch Ooh. off, right? Like, we got, Oof. like – because uh, – <laughs> <laughs> The nerves. If, if you want it, um, because I, I don't want to feel like this is my show and you're part of it. I, this no, is I'm very not, much I did. I don't, I don't feel like that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that at all. Yeah. You're explaining something that I couldn't explain, so, like, you're fine. <laughs> okay, okay. I always want to be sure I'm, I'm loud if I have to be. Loud. Don't worry about it. People know. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, so, uh, we only have one question in today's Q&A. Be yeah, sure you guys get it. that if you want to take a look at that. But today's Q&A uh, is from Mimir, um, I believe, and then one is without a name. That's okay. So, the first mm-hmm. one says, um, is Fog Whisper an attainable goal for a streamer who is not full-time? Um, that's a tough one. Mm. Because Fog Whisper doesn't have, like, set metrics. They're not like, you need to be doing X, Y, Z, and then you just get it, you know. Um, Fog Whisper... In the way that I approached my getting Fog Whisper, which is the only way I can really talk about it, mm-hmm. I set out to serve the community and to just do something different and to try to because that's really if you're trying to be Fog Whisper, you are you want to be a brand ambassador for the game, um, which means that you have to you have to embody that. You have to mm-hmm. you know if you're poking at other content creators, making fun of people, make fun of your chat, you're not gonna get there, right? Are metrics important? Yeah, obviously ambassadors need to have for anything though. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to have some level of like this is why you're an ambassador, right? Um, I don't think you truly need to be full time. And, and here's the thing: what does full time mean? I'm going to be honest with you. I stream three days a week. I stream technically 18 hours a week. I, I work on YouTube a ton, um, but it's a different story. Uh, mm-hmm. The other thing I'll say is that uh, there are a ton of fog whispers that are streamers like most of fog whispers are streamers very few fog whispers are youtubers um i think Otz is technically like a youtube fog whisper he does both right it, it, mm-hmm. the idea is like you can do stream and youtube but i'm like a youtube fog whisper because of my youtube channel it may be more beneficial to you uh, depending on who you are and what your audience is to work on figuring out youtube and leveraging that to get the ambassadors and partnerships and things like that, that you want, because Twitch is a nightmare to grow on. And I don't, yeah. I don't recommend anyone tackle that at, at all, honestly. 
um, my stream has grown because of my YouTube, to be quite honest with you. So, um, Mine's the opposite, but yeah, different stories, <laughs> Dif different stories. And, and like, I've grown just being on Twitch before and it, it was fine. But when I hopped into DVD, I hit the reset button on the channel and we, we dropped, mm -hmm. you know, our viewership, but, uh, it, it's harder on Twitch to grow organically. Cause you kind of have to do a lot of collabs and you kind of have to like, uh, get you have to kind of know people in that niche and you kind of it all it, it feels more fickle it feels more volatile it feels more yeah. shaky sometimes and uh, from my perspective no no, no i agree um dbd uh, twitch is like a lot of growth is done off stream yeah. in terms of like yeah. collabing like not necessarily on your own channel but just going to someone else's channel networking mm-hmm all that jazz <laughs> it's a lot yeah it's not it's not easy it's it's not so i, I guess my advice is if, if you're if you're just a streamer branch out um but the second mm -hmm. thing is if you want to be a brand ambassador not just for for dbd but for anything logitech or steel series or whatever what can you do for them and 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 because being an ambassador is them giving you something in exchange for something else, right? What promotion can you give them? What do you offer their community, their people? How do you, you know, those are all things you need to worry about. Um, more so, I, I think if, honestly, in a perfect world, if you were not a full-time streamer and you stream three days a week because you had a day job or whatever, um, but you pulled in 200, 250 people and you had, you know, uh, you hit all the check boxes for being an ambassador. I don't think the amount of time that you put in versus the effectiveness is what matters. I think it's the effectiveness mm -hmm. of the time you put in. So that's a right. I agree. But, um, no, no, I agree. And lastly, uh, the last question, somebody said, how would you feel about a Candyman chapter with Helen as the survivor? Uh, hell yeah! <laughs> I was just gonna say. Uh, I don't... Hell yeah! I was hoping for a Candyman chapter for years. Really? <laughs> for years, okay. Year. <laughs> years, you know. Um... Yeah, I mean, these days it's been forever, but no, it's like ever since like people speculated that Pyramid Head was gonna be Candyman. I'm like, oh hell right. yeah! Yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> oh, last hell yeah! Year, Give me it? that Candyman. <laughs> I um. So I, I like Candyman as a concept a lot. I like that movie because it definitely, the original, like very first Candyman movie, because it really breaks the mold for horror. It's very non-traditional. Um, mm -hmm. And so I think, it I think it would be cool. I think if we do get Candyman, I think it'll have nods back to the original film, but I think it may be something more loosely based on like Jordan Peele's movie maybe. Um uh, which should be out maybe this soon. Year. Hopefully, I want to watch that. God, I know. Yeah, um, <laughs> been waiting for so long. <laughs> um, regardless, I think Candyman could be very cool. Um, I guess spoilers. Close your ears because I want to talk a little bit about Candyman real quick, just to be sure I'm not crazy. So, give you all a second to, if you haven't seen it, to leave. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. Candyman is all about like mind control. He like makes people become killers, right? He doesn't do anything really himself. Am I wrong in that? Am I crazy? He never. I like... think the newer one is based off that. Okay, because I remember the first movie, like the girl blacks out and then she's like killed her. I don't. I don't remember. I've only seen it like once, but uh, like yeah. it, it. It always felt like he was never the murderer. He was just like you will do what I. It's like almost like Dracula. <gasps> Maybe that. Okay, listen. I seen Candyman when I was like. 12 <laughs> yeah we need to have a like, so, like a Candyman watch party is what yeah I'm... maybe because in my eyes i was like no 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 dude it's Candyman. it's Candyman for sure but maybe it wasn't <laughs> maybe the movie was like more deep than i thought it was yeah i need to <laughs> rewatch like, it 
I'll do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna watch it with the community like Sunday or something. We'll we'll yeah, that would be fun. Actually, it, there could be so much like cool potential there. Um, but yeah, I've always like speculated on the powers because I was like, yeah, there's bees, which is weird. But there's also the like I don't think he like murders anyone per se, but he just has other people. I don't know. It's weird. So, and, and that's what it seems like the Jordan Peele one kind of does the same thing, but takes it like a step further. Um, and it seems like the main character in the Jordan Peele one actually becomes Candyman by summoning him sort of. Yeah. Over time. This is what I saw, so. at least from the commercials. Yeah. Which but is... people are saying that he kills people and then frames them basically. Interesting. Oh, we'll have to, we'll have to rewatch because <laughs> no, I'm like second yeah. guessing my whole Candyman love. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, God. Yeah. So yeah, I, would I love Candyman? Yeah, of course I would. I, I, there's a lot of, uh, well, there's like a handful of characters I still would love to see. And I think there's really cool, you know, POC representation in Candyman. Mm. I mean, we have like Wraith. Wraith is obviously a POC. Um, but Candyman was, as noted in chat, like the fir- the first black villain in a horror movie. Uh, I don't know if it's oh first, really, but um, I have no idea. That's what somebody said in chat. But either way, a very prolific one that became like culturally like very mm-hmm. popular, especially with the undertones about like the neighborhoods and everything that they kind of talk about in the film. It's not just this jump scare horror thing. It's kind of yeah. got it's it's got some meta to it um, that I don't want to talk about without rewatching because. I don't want to shoot myself in the foot here, but <laughs> um, yeah. So it's a it's a really good, really good movie. You guys should watch it. Uh, I, yeah, I'll, no, I'm gonna rewatch it this weekend. Yeah, we should do that. Decided. So, Dro, did we cover everything? Did we do? Did we I do think all we right? did. Chat. I think oh, we did good. Yeah, we did. I okay. think we did good. Yeah, good. Well, look, guys, if you're still having issues on console, I get it. Um, your frustration's valid. Just keep holding on. Um, I have a feeling that if the issues persist into next week, we'll get an elongated event um because they've oh yeah in the past. for sure so um and, and keep reporting bugs keep reporting issues keep you know keep your ear to the ground and, and just be constructive as much as you can um drill where can these lovely yeah. people check you out in your next front page stream on t- oh <laughs> on yeah different. front page eh? it's a one-time thing uh just have <laughs> catch me on twitch um monday to friday from 1 p.m until 6 p.m so twitch.tv slash hydro or youtube DRO. Which is going to be Hydro Official because I couldn't get Hydro because <laughs> apparently <laughs> it's once a very popular word. <laughs> once you're big and famous, you'll just, you know, you'll be able to buy it. And... One day. But like, yeah. I, I didn't think this through. Like, Hydro is just like, you know, water. <laughs> so, <laughs> water. <laughs> people, when I typed it in, I'm like, oh yeah, there's like an actual YouTube video dedicated to water. So that, <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Slight oversight, but we got this. Yeah. <laughs> buy this water yeah. YouTube channel. Um, Twitch shot, um, Hydro on Twitch and Hydro official, like literally anywhere else. Absolutely, you guys need to go check Dro out. Dro is uh, fucking entertaining. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, and you guys can check me out Twitch.tv/slash DylanKG. Uh, YouTube video uploads will resume shortly. Um, we have a new player guide on YouTube that uh, I worked very hard yes. on. Um, we will be. We missed the Dylan out. YouTube. Yeah, I've, oh man. Um, we'll be doing. We, I haven't seen you in like months. <laughs> so, like, I feel like <laughs> I haven't seen me in months. Like that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm glad we could come back and do this. But yeah. um, yes, uh, new player guide. Uh, there will be some gameplay review um, that'll be on YouTube tomorrow. And then uh, we are rehashing all of our old survivor and killer basics guides. So we're going back to basics. We're going to spoon feed you the information like a Gerber baby. So, hell yeah. Um, that being said, it's, uh, you know, me and Drew are out of here. And it's been our uh, pleasure to serve you guys. Peace out.